Welcome to Sharing My Truth with Mel and Susie, the uncensored version, where we bear it all. We do. <laughs> Welcome back, welcome back to Sharing My Truth Pod. You're here with Susie and Mel, Mel and Suze, and this is Sharing My Truth Pod. And don't forget to leave us a sexy little five-star review if you like this, because we love you guys, and we're just trying to, you know, what am I trying to say, Mel? Uh, create a community. Thank you for some fucking reason. Hey, babes. Hello, my darling. How are you? I'm fine. I'm, I'm fabulous. I think I say that every time. Yeah, it's I mean, a standard thing. It was a bit stressful coming in this morning. I mean, we've you've completely switched around the studio on me. It looks fabulous. I have. We had a little technical ish blip, ish blip, um, but we figured it out because we're strong, independent. We are. And- we are, and we did figure it out. And yeah. I'm very proud of us. Me too. I mean, we clicked a lot of buttons, and just who knows what the fuck they did. Yeah, so if you're hearing this, it'll be a bloody miracle. But anyway. Oh my goodness. Well, we're talking, I mean, this episode's kind of about clicking buttons, pushing buttons. It definitely is. Pushing the right buttons. Flicking. Flicking a good one. The ultimate female button. (laughs) The only button, if you will. And The only important one. The only important one, that's for fucking sure. Um... And I was going to say, but what about the, uh, the butthole, which also could be a button in some ways. It, yes, that's true. But it needs the other button. But that's I later. mean, we'll get into that because we are talking about, what are we talking about? The female orgasm. But we are. But we already did an episode, right? On the female orgasm. But we had so many questions that we're diving deeper, deeper so into the pussy. Pretty much. I mean, to be fair, that's exactly what we're doing. And we are diving into... Yes. You want to hear? The truth about the wave, avalanche, and volcano orgasm. These names were created by a man. I'm feeling probably. (laughs) I just don't know if um, any woman scientists would call, like, I don't know, an orgasm a volcano. You know what I mean? It's a little bit negative. It just seems like a little bit like extreme, you know? It's like, I don't know if it's if it's that crazy, but it sounds like it. Yes. I mean, it was research. So research conducted from Charles University in Prague. Prague is doing these? Prague as in, in the Czech Republic? I don't know. Prague is doing these studies. I'm obsessed with that. Um, So we don't know. It could have been men and women, but that's what they decided to call it. And we are actually looking at an article here from The Independent, which is a British newspaper. Love them. And they are talking about the fact that the female orgasm, which, as we know, is a very complex thing. And this person who wrote this article called it a complex beast. Actually, it was a woman who said that. I'm not sure I'd call it a complex beast, but, you know, they The go. orgasm, the female orgasm? Yes. I mean, we don't even figure out our own, own orgasms. And, like, you know, there's very rare cases of when a woman just orgasms the first time she has sex. 
It's quite, well, particularly the first time she has penetrative sex. Oh, There's yeah. so much misunderstanding about this, which as we've discussed before, just I'm flabbergasted by that people don't understand. And to be fair, as a 50-year-old woman, it's taken me a very long time to really get to grips with it. Oh, yeah. So I think that most women go through a whole kind of journey and they think it's one thing and they sort of get to another bit in their life. And and I so I do think it's something that evolves, whereas for men, the engineering, the dynamics behind what actually happens, I think is pretty clear-cut. Well, yeah, I mean, you really, when you're looking at a, at a man's genitalia if ding you dong ding dong a bing bong ding dong uh you can really see it all you know it's all you know happening. where to push his button absolutely it's all pretty clear cut i yes. mean that, and that is men isn't it they're much more yes straight up this is what's happening there's no kind of de- like um n- another meaning behind what they're doing and i think yeah. that's pretty like says it all doesn't it whereas women there's always another meaning by every under everything that we do and say i think yes. that's fair and you? you know it's like it's not about, it's not just about the clitoris it's not just about you know the vulva it's not just about the little asshole or the little nipple that you need to press these buttons it's got to do it all simultaneously it's like you're at a jazz concert are you just gonna go listen to the saxophone no yes. you're gonna go yes. listen to the whole band that's very good, Susie. I like that. It's the whole band. And that's the other thing is that we all like different kinds of music and yes. different combinations. So women all have different combinations of those instruments. And some are necessary in all places, pieces that are played. Yes. And some are not. And that's kind of the thing, isn't it? What a metaphor. Yeah. And it's different for everyone. And I think this is just a piece of research. And we do seem to get continuously asked about the female orgasm. Absolutely. Which, you know, we're still trying to figure it out, just everyone. So it, I don't think everyone's anyone's particularly figured it out other than, other than uh, well, yeah, what have we figured out? Well, we're going to find out with the wave, the avalanche, and the volcano. So this study was conducted by James... Faust, I hope I'm saying that right, who is a professor of neuroscience at Charles University in Prague. I'm assuming that's Prague as in the city in the country. I don't know. Um, And he found that the pelvic floor muscles that cause an orgasm tend to move in three different waves. Ways. An avalanche, a volcano, or a wave. An avalanche orgasm is when your pelvic floor has higher tension, the study found, which then lowers during an orgasm. A volcano orgasm sees the pelvic floor stay at a steady lower tension before exploding at the end. Mm-hmm. Wow. And a wave orgasm is more waves of tension and release through the pelvic floor muscles. Right. So essentially, it is just describing that women do and again we don't know we only know ourselves you do i think this may be a generalization feel different things at different times it's not always exactly the same no and i don't i don't know do men always feel the same sort of thing the men listening will have to tell us because we have no real idea of of what they feel honestly and i feel like because edging is a very great tool in Mm -hmm. sex and Mm -hmm. in masturbation whatever you're trying to do however you're trying to come you want to kind of build up, right? Right. Which is kind of what a volcano does, right? Yes. There's a lot of build up. There's a lot of yes. bubbling and come, yes. you know, everything's kind of building up to this one explosion, if you will. Yes. So that does kind of make sense in that. I think when you're not edging, it is more like waves. Like if I'm just fucking masturbating and it just, you know, 
it just happens and i'm yeah. just like oh fuck it let's just get it over with it takes like five minutes you right. know if i'm just doing it myself right. um then yeah it kind of just goes in like waves and then you can kind of go again because you don't have to like right you haven't been doing it for like 20 minutes right yes and i think It'll well, I think for women it also just depends on your mood. Oh yeah, and how you are, and whereas men, uh, I don't know, is it about their mood? I mean, I think we're so like. Sometimes you're like, yeah, I just want to kind of get it. it over and done with. Sometimes <laughs> that's we can prolong this. Yes, I think it really depends, and so <clears throat> which does lead on to another piece of information. Uh huh. And as I said, we are asked about this a lot, and I think. People are starting to talk about the orgasm, the female orgasm, because we know so much about the male orgasm. I mean, do we, don't we? But we've talked about it a lot is the point. I'm God, making. we talk about it a lot. And we see it all, you know? Well, yeah. And, and obviously in porn, it has been very much, you know, you know. You skip to the you skip to the ending because you want to see a guy they, they come on some tips. Too much information. Exactly. Thank you very much, You're uh, Susie. That's delightful <laughs> thought that I have in my head there. So... <clears throat> So this is an article from uh -huh. health.com that says there are, and this article is from 2023, it says there, there are 10 types of female orgasm. Okay. So maybe the original one is that there are essentially three, the research I was talking about, yes. there are sort of essentially three groupings. So I think what he was talking about, the professor, is that there are three different ways maybe you feel it. And I, I, I think that might be sort of true like mm -hmm. like you said it could be a wave or it could be like a and then a crescendo or yes. whatever oh, a crescendo it, it, crescendo do you like you that? know what i want to be i want to be one of these women in these studies that you're just yeah, you've missed your I'll, calling a hundred percent well if you'd like to contact mr i Bass, will you can say i'm gonna go to your, prague your happy well nice holiday in prague lovely and watch me come and study it because it is excellent. Well, sounds fabulous. <laughs> I'll stay here, but that sounds fabulous. All right. Um, so this says that there are, t so then if you think there are three kind of groupings, so I guess the way you can feel. Yeah. This article is more about there are 10 different ways you can feel an orgasm. I'm not sure I entirely agree the with The 10 different article. ways that you can get there. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. So like. And I'm not sure I entirely agree with like this there are different ways you can get there but ultimately often the different ways you can get there always require a mix of all of the different things they're not always just the thing as it were and you will understand what the hell i'm talking about when i read this out so the first is obviously the clitoral orgasm oh god we love a clit which obviously a lot of women even women as young women do not know or understand enough about the clitoris they don't actually understand they just think the penis goes in or if if they're having penetrative sex yeah. with the penis if the penis goes in that's it way whoa hum la la because you know, volcano is going to happen you don't actually think or don't because you don't know and mm -hmm. nobody talks about it and mm -hmm. nobody tells you until you really find out is that you need more stimulation and different women need different amounts and as we've discussed before some, I think the percentages are very low of women that can actually orgasm from just penetrative sex. Oh, yeah. Because, very low. Because you rarely, and obviously you're going to speak about it, I'm assuming, is like the G-spot orgasm where it's like you, the dick is not hitting anything that it needs to right. when you're just having penetrative right. sex. Right, and, and it's a bit of a, um, a lottery. It is. Sometimes it might, 
And sometimes it might not. Yes. And you're never quite sure. No. And so that's why often we need stimulation. I think extra clitoral stimulation. And anyway, so clitoral, obviously, we know all about that. We know Freud's thoughts about that, which, you know, we I personally disagree with. But anyway, so, um, we, you know, we know about the clitoris. Um, then the G-spot. So stimulating the G-spot is another way to achieve an orgasm through penetrative sex. Yes. Um, but I also, obviously, and I just noted... You're rarely getting there with just a dick. Like G spots are for your fingers, yes, to get in there. You know, like the come here movement. Yeah, and of many your women have not felt because it is a particular part of the located in the front wall of your vagina, about yeah. halfway between the vaginal opening and the cervix. It's very specific, and some researchers argue it's a sex organ. Organ, while others say it's just part of the clitoris network of nerve endings. So people actually don't even fucking know. No. And we'll go a whole lifetime not knowing. I mean, honestly. <laughs> and how, how do you find the G-spot? I'll just read this because obviously that. Yeah, because I don't think good. I've ever found it. No. Well, yeah. Oh. <laughs> but <laughs> insert a finger into your vagina and press forward, making a come hither motion. That's what I just said. You should detect, you did, a slightly bumpy or ridged, ridged area. Yes, said Dr. Ross. And who's Dr. Ross? Dr. Ross. He's a man. Is... I don't know, but he's a doctor in this article. Or she, Dr. Ross, that's the last name. Yeah, it could be, um, anyway. So touching this spot with fingers, a penis or a sex toy can lead to the G-spot orgasm. While you are sexually aroused, the G-spot will fill with blood and swell up, said Dr. Ross. Some Yeah, so it's like erecting, kind of. Yes. Just like your clitoris does. Yes. Then there's the vag this vaginal. She says vaginal. She, what? <laughs> she's she say we've had a whole conversation we about did. this vaginal vaginal that vaginal vaginal now you now you're confusing me i don't know what i say now it's v vaginal will you say the vagina but also i don't vagina? even believe in this orgasm so is it even a fucking thing an orgasm from penetrative sex doesn't happen it does <laughs> But just not always. And the other thing is it doesn't happen for everyone. And I think that young men are not, don't understand this. And to be fair, why would they understand? Because we don't talk about it. Yeah. So they have start having relationships with young women and they think there's something wrong with them. Yeah. Because also the narrative is that oh, their, their wonder dick should do it all. And it's nothing about them. Yeah. It's just that different women need different combinations of things it's got nothing to do with that man or his skill level which is generally what they're concerned about and can make them feel very insecure which we talked about in in a previous episode insecurities and i think it can and it's really unfair because it's nothing to do with that man it's just that man or that male needs to understand how the woman he's having sex with whether it's a one-off or a, a relationship how she ticks how she works and that's what it's all about yeah how to push about, her buttons exactly understanding how she works what gets her to where she needs to get to not that it's all about you and to be very fair to men we society makes us think that it is yeah it's not fair right and it no it, you know and every woman well, is very different it is a fact that 70% to 90% of women are unable to achieve orgasm with mm. penetrative alone. Yeah, with absolutely. penetration alone. Like, we just can't do it. We just need, we need more stimulation, you know? And yeah. we're not very, like, we are visual people. Mm. We much more are feel people. We need to really 100%. feel it out. We need the whole experience. 100%. And it can also just 
for whatever reason, depend on different points in your life. It can yeah. change, not necessarily because of the partner. It could be, and it can be something happening to your body. It can be so many things. And, you know, to the men out there, do not get wound up and in your head about that. I mean the head on top of your body, not the other head. Is that it is, if the woman is telling you this is what she needs, then listen to her. Don't be insecure that you're doing something mm -hmm. wrong. That That's not the case. Anyway, so, where was I? Vaginal. I all wound up in the whole <laughs> vaginal, vaginal, <laughs> vaginal, whatever. Um, anyway, so we know all about that. Now, anal orgasms, which some women like very much, and some women are not into at all. But this would be my one thing, is that a lot of women who have experience, whatever, do it on a regular basis, anal sex, they also need clitoral stimulation. It's not necessary it's just a different feeling yeah so that's what i mean by all of the things need to be involved sometimes or sometimes they don't yeah and it just often it depends on the woman it can also just depend on literally the day the circumstance i it's mean so true and, and i think men are different in that way and it is very hard for them to understand like hang on you like this last time or you like looking at this last time or you like what what's happened that was monday it's wednesday yeah and we often i'm saying to the men out there have no explanation for this no there's no do we have to explain they don't have to explain well i think the problem is that it's so changing, it's so subtle, that it's very difficult if you're not a woman to like understand how can it be different? Yeah. We were like in the same bed or the same room or I'm the same person mon on Monday and it's Friday. Mm -hmm. What happened? And I'm telling you, we don't know. How the fuck are we? It's so hormones. If we don't know. Our hormones are changing exactly. every fucking day. If we don't know, you're definitely out. I do, know. I mean, whenever I do have anal sex, which isn't very often because, you know, you get self-conscious about your little butt. And, and it it's can a be a whole lot. Thing. You have to literally yeah. plan for it all day that you're going to do this. Yeah. I'm just going to say that. But what you're eating, and what, so on is what everything you're exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Make sure you have a shower. Yeah. It's all the whole thing, yeah. you know. And but I do come Make sure so yeah, exactly. Very good. I do come so fast mm -hmm. from anal sex. Well, yeah, because it's very sensitive. It's so, it's down there. it's like it's so quick, and I don't come fast from obviously vaginal penetrative sex. You know what mm. I mean? But because I'm pretty sure there's, there's something called the uh, A spot. The and that's like right. It's like a part of your whole like vaginal zone. But the right. getting in there, getting in your butt with the dick or with something can hit that A spot. And then it it's like a special. It's like a G spot, but just more towards your butthole well apparently your anus is connected to your pelvic floor muscles which also support your vagina that makes sense mm, it's all very complicated and this it? is also why you should have to do your kegels yes it's very important they are very important and i think also again women generally i mean i know you do them but generally women start thinking about them they're told when they have a child mm -hmm. to, to start doing them and making sure it's stronger, particularly if you've had natural birth. I can't really remember for myself ever actually being told or thought about it or read about it or anything while I, I think was younger. I think women are... Maybe more now. Yeah, I think a lot of younger women are thinking about it. But I also think sometimes it's um, because we're told that like we have to stay tight, which I fucking hate. But like um, 
it's like it's just like for it's for your own yeah it's for your own orgasm like literally it's going to make your orgasm stronger if you're doing your kegels and you know what mel i think we should do five seconds of kegels right now are you ready yeah i think i do them all the time not even thinking can't wait i'm gonna do mine right now i'm I'm doing doing them them. yeah It, everyone do your kegels with us right Women now could be doing Think about it and they don't actually know that they're doing them no you can't they don't tell. really ne- realize what it is if you get my drink yes if unless you think about it there's a special way to do them you have to breathe out when you're sucking in your I, vagina and then you breathe me. in it's she's not, she's a natural I'm, I'm an expert natural so she's a natural I, it's no issue for me whatsoever uh it's really knowing far too much about my kegels but anyway <laughs> the next one which i find a little questionable. Yeah. D- not questionable because I, okay, I'm just going to say it. Please Nip- do. Nipple orgasm. Yes. I un- Women's nipples are very um, sensitive and some women, it can be cringe-makingly sensitive and some women n- not and some women, but to actually have an orgasm and that's one of the things I, I have heard. Sorry, I'm not making any sense. I'm going round in all the directions now, but when women breastfeed, they can get this feeling that's a little bit close to it and it's obviously probably very disconcerting because they're like, oh, this is weird. Yeah. But there's a sort of intense feeling. I didn't have that personally because my children nibbled my nipples off and it was very painful. And oh, the, and there's, my fucking and, and God. breastfeeding can be incredibly painful. But the, to have an actual orgasm from somebody touching your nipple, I can understand you thinking you know getting into the mood but to yeah. go the full no i've never been a person who like that. will come from my nipples like that's wild to me but i did have a friend a while ago she was amazing but she told me she was like no like my nipples are so sensitive that if you like literally she could come from just her nipples being stimulated so it's a real fucking thing if you have a woman who mm-hmm. is like this it's like there. It's like another clit. And what? So is that why women pierce their nipples? Which I still don't understand. I don't understand that either. I mean, the lick is just kind of cute, but like how? Pa- I mean, it must be painful. I was talking to somebody about this in the summer, teenager that I know, um, and I was just like, I don't, I don't get it. Isn't yeah. that very uncomfortable on your clothes? Yeah, and. How painful is that? But I, it must be connected. I mean, why would you do that? But Mel, it's just like a clip piercing. Yeah, why would you do that? But it's okay. So actually, no, 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 no. Here's the that? thing. Please don't tell me you Here's have the one. thing. No, I don't. <laughs> I would have shown you already. Don't you yeah, worry you about it. Yeah, you probably would have. Let's be fair. <laughs> okay, no, but in high school, I actually had a friend. She's a lesbian and she's hilarious. And mm. I, I still follow her on Instagram. But um, she, ha- she had an, her clip pierced yeah. in high school. And she said... Walking up the stairs was like an orgasmic experience after she got it done. Wow. So it's like, obviously it hurts getting done. Like I'm not, I have no fucking idea. But obviously when it heals and you take proper care of it, then maybe, yeah, it just enhances your orgasm. Actually, I would, lo- something I would like to know is, see, I'm quite fascinated by this. Yes. If you have it pierced, yes. then ha- do you have to abstain? Because surely you can't really sort of touch it. I would it. assume for like three weeks you have to let it heal properly. That's my assumption. Could be a big problem for a lot of people. Yeah, know, I mean, women I feel time. like have self-control. Yeah. Men, on the other hand, who get their dicks pierced. What do they do? And why do they do that? Have you not seen it? Yeah, I've well, in pictures, I haven't seen it in real uh, life. <laughs> I don't want to see it in real no, life. No, I don't know. Yeah, I haven't seen it in real life either. But um, yeah, you get the tip of it pierced. I assume you have to have a foreskin. 
That would make the most sense. But how, because again, can somebody tell me? No, because then you, the foreskin has to pull back. So how would you get your foreskin pierced? But how do you get your penis without a post? I don't you know. With a penis. You, pour your, you pierce the okay, penis. Okay, anybody who can let us know, what do you pierce? <laughs> you pierce the penis. I th- you can't really. You must. Oh. You can pierce anything nowadays. Oh. But. I'm feeling pain just I'm just about assuming it. it feels better because no one would do it. I mean, people, I mean, people are fucked up. Just kidding. But, you know, you would most likely do it so that it just feels better. Well, I assume it's sexual, and I assume like if you had a man who had, see, we really have gone off track. If a man has his penis um, uh, pierced, yes, and a woman, and it is actually they pierced the actual clitoris. Mm-hmm. To me, that's just terrifying. I'm, I mean, I or is don't it know. like the lip bit? I don't know. What are they piercing? You have your clit. I mean, if someone says you're having your clit pierced, I'm assuming you're having your fucking clit pierced. Yeah. Okay. So I want to know this. <laughs> What are you piercing? And then if you have sex, a man with his penis pierced and a woman with whatever bits she's had pierced, and then it jangles together, what happens then? Can you get stuck? Okay, wait, can I just look at that? See, I want to know all this stuff. Okay. Can you pierce the clitoris? So, yes, hold on. Okay, ready? Mm. So there's actually quite a few types that um, of vaginal piercings that you can get, okay? So the first one is the glands. And we're going off topic, but it's because we need to know this, okay? A clitoral glands piercing is the only version that pierces the actual clitoris. Oh, the pictures. There are pictures. <laughs> and I will send this to you, and we're going to put it on our fucking blog because it's I so interesting. Know. It is. Okay, so there you go. Oh, my gosh. She sh- she's handing me. Th- this is deeply fascinating. We're going to absolutely put wow. this on our social media so you guys can and see. And one is called the Princess Diana. I love it. Oh! Hello, darling. That's one you should get. Clearly. You obviously put a little um, sapphire in there as a, oh. as a ring. <laughs> Not to mention the, oh my God, you got to go and get somebody to do, I, I don't know. Yeah, you have a very trusted he, person. You have a very, I mean, I suppose you have a very special relationship with the lady who does your bits anyway. But Okay, that... well, here's the thing. So now that I'm looking at these pictures of the clitoris being pierced, it makes a little sense that, you know, because... Usually, the clitoris is covered by what's called a hood. Yeah, the hood. I know this. Yes, I know you know this. So the glands, the glands piercing, pierces through the clitoris so that you don't actually have the hood anymore. So you're actually stimulating oh, it more. Oh, I see. So you have to worry about the hood anymore. The hood right. doesn't need to be there. I just, look, I mean, my last word on this is I just feel this is going to be the the potential of infection and mm-hmm. problems. and. You know, I've seen like belly buttons and all other sort of things being pierced because, you know, when you have teenage girls, you see all these things. Oh, and the God. potential of all that going wrong. Yep. It's just like, and that's just your belly button or your ear. Yeah. Or your nose or whatever. Can you imagine your, your click vagi- getting affected? Oh, no. I just don't even want to like, no. No. No, thank you. So, no, thank you from us. But if you do have a clit or a dick piercing, not that we want to see these pictures. No, no we don't want to see them. Please don't get us please wrong. Please don't send them. Because we do just want your opinions on why yeah. you got it, please. how you got it. Yeah, we're really interested. And how does it feel? And and a segue to that, we, we do get some interesting messages sent to us. And we don't really always need the graphic pictures sent. So <laughs> thank you for anybody who sent oh those. But really, we, that's not that's necessary. Fine. Anyway, so and then the... The last one, no, no, there are two. The blended orgasm. Yeah. 
So that is when there is a climax that happens when more than one erogenous zone is being stimulated at the same time. Yeah, fair enough. So, you know, that, that could be... I feel like that's every orgasm I have well, to have. Well, exactly. Anal and clitoral, vaginal and critical, whatever. It could be the whole nipple yeah. and clitoral. And then I need like a little like nipple one and close clitoral. up. That like it's like a whole a thing. smoothie or something. Nipple and clitoral. <laughs> I'd like a nipple and clitoral, please. <laughs> it does the same. Of I'd like course. one with a shot of oat milk and a um, vodka apparently <laughs> yeah exactly vodka would be great at this point um multiple orgasms unlike people with penises people with a vagina can experience multiple orgasms because they don't require as much downtime between an orgasm and arousal yeah so yeah I mean some women can and some women can't some women they really? have I the think... one the one thing and that's it. And some women have a whole combination of lots of things. I feel like all, most women can have a multiple orgasm. You just have to have different multiple orgasms. Like some women need more downtime, but it still can rise up to be a multiple orgasm. Yeah, I think it it can just depend on the time in your life and, and all sorts true. of things. And, and I think it is, and I really don't know enough about the science, and this will be for um, an interview with one of our, uh, a lovely doctor who would know about this, is that... Um, is is how related is this to hormone changes? And it must be, you know, when you have your period, when you have children, right. when you're going through the menopause period, or whatever. What is it? I don't know. I would think it is from personal experience and changes in my life that it must be related to. Yeah, I don't know because it's do. like when I uh, when I try to have a multiple orgasm, like I literally I I'm just like I'm very aroused, and then when I come, I'm like I need like a break and then you know what i mean like some women can just go right back into it and yeah. i just need i need like I, it's so sensitive after right like yes. i need yeah. at least yeah. five minutes to calm down right yeah. and then you can go back yeah, into yeah. it because yeah. i just yeah no I I think that's, that's that's pretty normal um and then so what did we say multiple so the last is this the last one? Oh my god it isn't the last one um squirting orgasms and i i do feel that in the last i want to say like five years or so People have been talking about squirting. It was a bit like, you know, there was a period where all of a sudden everyone started talking about pegging. Nobody had ever heard of pegging before. I mean, they had, but they hadn't. It was sort of brought into the central narrative and you'd see articles. I remember the first time I saw an article in a mainstream newspaper in the UK. It was probably about, maybe it was more than five years, probably seven or eight years ago. It was about pegging. Mm -hmm. And then lots of people were like, what the hell was pegging? Mm -hmm. And then people then realized, sort of started to find out and then I think there must have been a massive spike in strap-ons for heterosexual couples. Yeah. Um, and I think squirting is a little bit like the same thing. Like it's something nobody's ever talked about really and then I'd say in the last maybe five years or less, like it suddenly people are talking about yeah. it. I don't think it was something and I think it's a lot to do with it's not something that was really that represented in porn. Maybe that's because men... I mean, it is obviously about women. Men aren't really that interested in it. It's messy. Well, the they whole... are now. Well, they are now because it's another thing that gets women off. So they want to get involved. In yeah, it. but I think men mm. just like messy things. Oh, yeah. You know, like I think that's they like the idea of a woman squirting because it's like a lot of fluids. And I think they like that. Oh, yeah. Men <laughs> men are messy. They're, they're much more comfortable with a higher level of sort of mess. Yeah. And women are a lot more precious about it. I don't say all women, but no, I'd say of course not. It's um, it's harder. I think. I mean, because once you, I've this never had a, a I've never, yeah, but, I've never been able to like 
ejaculate squirt. But, you know, it is kind of exciting. If that if you can do that and to know that you can do that and, like, get yourself there, that is very exciting. Like, if I could do that, I would. And it's a very different feeling. So it's um, a, a release, a gush of clear fluid. And I know there's a lot of debate as to what that fluid is. Um, squirting is also, it's called also the female ejaculation. Yeah, it comes from the ski, the skeins gland. Right. Or however the hell you say it. Something like that. that Some sounds... kind of a glands. But like, I don't know if all women can, you know. No, I don't Stimulate this I don't... to happen. I think it's a special well, it type t- of woman. Yeah, but it also takes some work on the man's part. You kind of got to know, you know, what's going on. No, but women on. can do this themselves. Yeah, no, I know they can. But I do feel it's something relatively relatively recent that we've been talking about. Obviously, yeah. it's not just come about. It's been, you know, people have been doing everything. But we've just been seeing it more in porn. Exactly. And, and, and I... And I think that women are talking about it for themselves. Yeah. And so, you know, I've certainly seen articles in lots of mainstream stuff about it. So anyway, so squirting and squirting. gushing and whatever you want to call gushing. it. Gushing. Anyway. I mean, I think most women can gush. I don't think most women can squirt. Well, yeah, depends what your definition of gush is, no. Susie. But anyway, um, this one, I just... I, I really, I, I don't know what to say. An exercise orgasm. Um, forward slash a corgasm. I mean, what? Reaching climax during an intense workout may sound unlikely. I mean, uh, excuse me, that sounds like utter bollocks. Yeah. But workout-induced orgasms or corgasms are real. Again, somebody, please let me know. I really think this is not possible. Most of us absolutely detest exercise. We only do it because we have to. I mean, I know among many women who love orgasms, not orgasms, obviously we all love orgasms, but who love exercise. And for the women, I if, I, <laughs> if I could come while I was doing a core exercise because obviously your core is attached to your vagina and your pelvic things and your genitals and it's all kind of there in the same area so if you're squeezing and you're releasing squeezing and releasing like a orgasm like you're having sex or you're masturbating then it's very very possible (sighs) mel is not having it uh, no, I mean I'm really not. I be. It says also an intense workout. I mean no. I mean I like the feeling when you've had exercise, like you've done your exercise, and it yeah. makes you feel good. I wouldn't say it's like oh yeah, let's do that instead of going out for dinner. I mean it's like or going for oh yeah, forget that glass of champagne. I'm gonna get on the peloton. I mean no, that well that's no, not it just the says feel it just it. says from ju- from mostly just core based exercises. Okay. So right. I'm still really, I'm not really on I this. don't know. I think if you attached a dildo to a Peloton and you were riding it. That probably would work, Susie, yes. And I'm sure you would. And I'm sure there are people who've done that. That's how I would exercise. And they've customized their Peloton. Personally, I haven't. But, you know, whatever. You float. You do you. Uh, quite literally. Anyway, so then there is, oh, this is the last one. A sleep orgasm, which, yeah, I think 100% lots of women have experienced that. Yeah, I always feel like when I have an orgasm while I'm sleeping, I wake up and I'm upset because I'm like, did I actually come or was it just a fake come? <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Um, I think that's a very Susie-esque sentiment. <laughs> you kind of just wake up and you're a little disappointed that the man of your dreams wasn't actually on top of you. Okay. I mean, fair enough. Yeah. 
Uh, similar to wet dreams, people with penises may experience it as possible for folks with a vagina to orgasm during their sleep. Sleep orgasms or nocturnal orgasms likely start with an erotic dream. Yeah, of course. Oh, this is interesting. A 2012 study found people who slept on their stomachs were more likely to have erotic erotic dreams and sexual sensations. Well, that's it. I'm fucking sleeping on my stomach from now on. Well, she's, she'll be on her stomach. This may be because sleeping on your stomach can be more restricting, constricting, and physically stimulating. Think bedsheets, pajamas. I guess that that's like rubbing against your clit the whole night. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. So, I mean, that's it. That That is the sum total of the uh, orgasm thing. I mean, I think that pretty much does cover a lot of things. I think if you can have an orgasm for whatever you're doing or trying to find a new or- orgasm, 100%. just, you know, go for it. 100%. And the body is very much like a journey. Oh, it is. That you will find things even when you get later in life, like different and things change and you find new things and so on. And so the moral of the story, Susie, is that there are many different ways you can, you know, get to the... Get to the the whole ding dong. Mount, Mount, summit of Mount Mount Orgasm. Oh, beautiful. And it's different for everyone and especially to men to not to worry that every woman is different Mm -hmm. they're built differently and not only are they built differently they experience it differently at different times for no apparent reason yeah and we don't even have the explanation no i don't have an explanation so don't get too upset about it and for women yeah don't get upset about it either it's not just the men it's like women get discouraged and i know women who have never had an orgasm before and there are ways to fix that, whether it's a toy, whether it's, you know, the right stimulation for yourself, whether it's you have to just take more time, whether it's you have to meditate. There are these steps to take that 100%. you can take to help yourself orgasm if you've never experienced that yet. 100%. And and those women, you know, they generally like sort of in their 20s. Uh, yeah. I mean, I haven't spoken to anyone in there. Yeah, past their thirties that yeah. have an ordinary, but still but they exist. Considering you know, I'd say women in their twenties these days probably statistically had have have had quite a lot of partners. It's um, it's kind of amazing, but I I I know of course even it's with possible. like an open relate, like not an open relationship, but like a relationship that like both of the couple is like open and they want to try and they're yeah. trying to make her come. It's like it's not. Sometimes when you just don't think about it, it happens. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, 100%. I think it is like... You're putting so much pressure on it. Exactly. It's hard. It is a real cliche to kind of relax about it. Mm-hmm. And also, <laughs> yeah, but it really is true. Yeah. And for the man, and for if it is a heterosexual couple, for the man and the woman to both be patient and actually both kind of enjoy the process Yeah. and think, okay, well, that doesn't work, so we'll try this rather yeah. than get very upset about it. And try to... Wa- I mean, porn helps. Like, I don't know, a help. lot of women, I feel like, are scared of porn in a bit of oh, a way. 100%. You know, it is not, like, sometimes, I'm not saying every single video out there is excellent, and you're going to watch it, and you're going to get turned on, but there are a lot of ways, we've spoken about this, audio porn, you know, 100%. obviously visual porn, yeah, erotica books. Yeah, absolutely. You know, like, there's just a lot of ways to get turned on. 100%. I think that if something isn't working, you can get incredibly um, tense and uptight about it. And then it's a self-fulfilling. It just keeps snowballing into more tension. Yeah. So try to find ways to kind of move away from that. So, yeah, visual, whatever, audio, whatever. Yeah, absolutely. Whatever, whatever, whatever. Whatever, whatever, whatever. But, I I mean, 
I think we've covered it, haven't we? I think so too. I think there's some explanation there. Could and be I, helpful. If you know you haven't had an anal orgasm yet, try it. Yeah, but just prepare. <laughs> this is not something you should just go, oh, yes, I've just had steak frites. Oh, my Let's God. Let's give that a go. Just this is not for the faint of heart either. Not for just, the faint of butthole. Just faint of butthole. Just <laughs> do some homework. Do some preparing. And, you know, don't expect the summit from the first Don't expect journey. it, but be delightedly surprised. Surprised and delighted. There you go. She said it all. Well, that I mean, that's all I've got, really. Good. I loved it. I love that. Subject. I honestly learned something. Did you? I'm ready to have a volcano. Yeah, that would be good, wouldn't it? If every weekend started with a volcano. I would be a much happier woman. I think a lot, a lot of women <laughs> would be. So anyway, that's your homework, ladies. Ladies, don't have a volcano. Out. Exactly. So um, that's it from us today. We so much. We do. And uh, thanks very much for listening. Enjoy of course. Videos. Enjoy Enjoy them all. And uh, we will um, be back next time. We'll be back. And don't forget to follow us on social at Sharing My Truth Pod. And you guys can share your stories. If you got a piercing, you have an orgasm story to tell us, you go to our website and you can leave us a voicemail. You can send us an email, send us a DM. We'd love to hear from you. We really, really would. See ya. Until next time. Sharing My Truth Pod is so excited to partner with Vibrator.com, where the A in Vibrator is the number eight. This is an extremely exclusive code where no other podcast has it. If you go to Vibrator.com right now, use the code MS15, that's MS15 at Vibrator.com, you can now get 15% off anything in store. That's any sex toys for you, your partner, your neighbor, your mom. We don't judge. We don't care. Get it now. Go to the link in our bio, put in the code and get jiggy with it. Thanks so much for listening. Please rate and review this podcast and follow us on social at Sharing My Truth Pod and leave us a voicemail on our website, sharingmytruth.com to share your stories and experiences with us. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.